0: Hey guys, this is Tanya for Tess Nissan. we're up to Parak um, part three. So, happy of Shabbos, first of all. Um, so, we are in the middle of a discussion all about Kavana, all about the higher world, all about what my Kavana has to do with what actually happens in the cosmic structure of things, and to understand that we have to understand the cosmic structure of things, which is pretty cool in my opinion. Um... So one of the things that we've been just dis- what we've been discussing is that, you know, that we discuss two different kinds of kavana, a kavana that's made through intellect versus a discuss- versus a kavana that's created through, you know, just accessing our avimisuteras. Which one is on the level of animals? One is on the level of people. We talked about that the kavana that's on the higher level of the that kavana that we access through the level of through our minds, you know, that experience of saying, of like really using our minds to understand god and then being like oh my god i want you <laughs> you know i want to be with you in every moment so i'll do a mitzvah that that happens that allows our souls to reach bria because bria is the world of intellectual understanding that leads to emotion it's the world of bina versus the world of yetzira is the level of zaron which is the first six of hashem And in that world, it's all about instinctual emotion. The malachim live in that world. It's the world of Hashem is all there is. And so I love him, you know, as opposed to like, I really see it. I really get it. Um, And so basically Yetzirah is that that space of of natural love and fear. And then we talked about also that how come it's possible then for me to get to Bria? Because he said that even if I usually serve Hashem with a lower level of Kavana, still on Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh, my soul goes to Bria and how, and because there's an entire elevation of everything. And so my soul goes to Bria. But Dr. asked, like, why? Because at the end of the day, I shouldn't be able to be elevated to somewhere that I don't deserve. You know, like, it's not like a reward. It's char mitzvah mitzvah. We've been explaining to under, as understanding that, like, the reward, quote unquote, the being able for my neshama to be in that world, isn't the reward meaning like, oh, you go to work, so you get to take a trip to florida it's like well i don't know if that's a good example or it's like you drink water so you get a hundred dollars that's not what it is it's you drink water so you now feel hydrated and the reward of this of doing a kavana is that you are in that level of consciousness called bria (laughs) your soul is in that experience of yatsira um like these aren't spaces in outer space you know what i mean these are experiences of seeing Hashem and of and of you know soul experiences um, So we talked about oh so why am I able to get to Bria then if I'm not living on the level of Bria of intellectual understanding that generates emotion if I'm not living there why do I ever get to go to Bria and author explained that it's because there are times when I am living on the level of Bria and when is that even angels never live on the level of Bria they are constantly instinctual. When do I get to live on the level of Bria? When I choose to do a mitzvah. When I use my free choice to engage with a mitzvah. Even if I'm doing it with a lower level of Kavana. If I'm using my free choice to say, I want to reveal Hashem in this moment. And I had the opportunity to choose something else. I have free choice. That is by definition, that is by definition, conscious choice. And thus, thus, I can actually get to the level of Bria because I'm using my mind to create a reality, you know, and I think it's just so cool to notice, like, according to Torah, like, you're not just, like, a conscious, an unconscious shell of a human being, like, you are making choices throughout your life, and those choices that you're making are having very consequential effects, like, you really are a chooser whether or not you feel like you are or you're not like throughout your life as you're choosing it's really a big deal and just like tap into that power a little bit like and just notice the small things that you choose even you know sometimes we can get to a state a space of being like oh you know life is just life and time just goes by and da 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 it's like you chose to brush your teeth this morning you chose to Eat what you ate for breakfast. You 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 chose that, and like that's a really big deal that you tapped into your power of free choice, which is essentially as what Alter was saying is your humanness. the level of bedaber, and and that's that's your humanness. So it's not about choosing more often. That's not Alter was saying. Alter was saying, notice this Shabbos, you will get to Bria. (laughs) Why? Because you do choose. You do choose. Not you should choose more notice that you already are living with your free choice and making choices in your life so yeah pretty cool okay so then today the altar begins the discussion by talking about okay we already talked about yitzira the dna of yitzira we talking about the dna of bria what about the world of Atsilas? so in very simple terms you one of the ways you can think about it is each of the worlds is something Hashem made right so you can create something it's Each of the worlds, by definition, is what Hashem created through Tzimtzum, how Hashem manifests Himself, depending on which world it is, it looks more or less like Hashem. So Briya looks more like Hashem, Yitzir looks less like Hashem, Asiya looks hardly anything like Hashem in a way, you know, and you're looking around and you're like, oh, I either see Hashem here a lot, I see Hashem here a little, I don't see Hashem here at all the spheres within the world is as if it's Hashem walking into the world so if Hashem is walking into the world of Bria Hashem is kind of united with Bria is he's united with Bria in the sense of he now just walked into the world he's now there the the lack of unification with Bria is the fact that his sphereis don't resemble the world around him the world around him don't look like himself <laughs> And that's even more Yetzirah it looks even less like himself and in Asiya, it looks even less like himself but at the end of the day it is himself because he's the one that made the world so he is one with the world around him but the differentiation lies in how much the world around him looks like him in the world of Atzilas, what is the world of Atsilas the world of Atsilas is the world of Chachma it literally looks like God <laughs> Hashem created the world of Atsilas it is still a container and yet it is a container that literally looks exactly like him. So when Hashem walks into Atsilas, so to speak, obviously this is all like La and like whatever, but when Hashem walks into Attilus in the Yud Sphere, he is literally one with Tatilus because the world around him looks like him already. So he's one with Tatilus because it looks like him. <laughs> it's like it's like feeling comfortable in your own house. So and that, by the way, is the goal of us and us As- what we're trying to do here is to create a reality that resembles Hashem. Okay. V'elam haatilas shehu l'maylo measeichel basaga v'havana the world of atilas, which is beyond the intelligence and the grasp and understanding of any created being, including the beings of Bria. Ki chachmasa vina sevdatah shal intayfarchu miyuchad es Hashem v'beitachlus hayichud. Because the Chachma Minadas of Hashem are united with Him there in Atilas in a perfect unity, Hashem's spheres are literally one with Him in Atzilus. Meaning, if you were to go to Atsilas, literally, you would see from the perspective of Chachma, all you see is Hashem. This is a intense and wonderful unity that is completely more unified than in Bria, Kisham, because in Bria, just to give a like a small example of what we're saying here, like imagine the difference between saying like, "this reflects who I am," versus "this is who I am." You know, Bria reflects who Hashem is. Atzilus is the expression of Hashem Himself. Kisham, because in Bria, Yardu du lahat Tzimtzum, it was descended to become illuminated through Tzimtzum. Why? Why did Hashem create the Tzimtzum? Kedesh Yuchlus sechalim nevraim. So that in Bria, I could understand Hashem. Um, in order for the intellect of my, the created being, in order to understand God. And not just be completely nullified. And in order not to dissolve out of my existingness and go into complete godliness, and in order to have that experience of I understand something, there has to be a tzimtzum. And what the Altar is saying basically is that in Atsilas there is essentially... I'm not going to say no tzimtzum because there has to be a tzimtzum even for Atsilas, It's below the tzimtzum Arishin, But infinitely less Simpson than there is in Bria. A way that you can understand it, that I've been kind of seeing it, is it's as if like in Atsilas, it's like eye contact of love. (laughs) Like you're just staring into each other's eyes and it's just the love is obvious. You're there. There's no other space to be. We're all that exists. (laughs) Versus Bria, it's the beginning of, I love you so much that I want to make sure that you feel my love for me. So I'm going to make you dinner, or I'm going to. I'm going. I'm so sick, by the way. In case you hear my voice, <laughs> but I'm. I'm going to make you dinner, or I'm going to, you know, do something for you that expresses my love. In Atsilas, the love is all there is. In Bria, there's an expression of the love, which is a very different kind of experience. <laughs> This Tsim is what causes the beings in Bria to have revelation of Hashem. In Atzilas, they cannot receive the Chabad of Hashem. <inaudible> because in Atzilas, I'm not receiving anything from God. There's no giver, there's no receiver. It's only Hashem. So whatever I'm experiencing, there's no I that's experiencing in Atzilus. I am one with God, as we're going to see. The levels of souls that are in Atzilus are souls that are at that level of not. I understand God, and so I will serve Him. They're at the level of God is all there is. Therefore, Atzilus is the abode of the greatest tzaddikim whose service of God is far superior to even the fear and love that comes from understanding how great Hashem is, which would be the level of Bria. Just as Atsilas transcends the level of understanding and knowledge of a created being's intellect, the service of a Tzadik that ends up, that souls ends up in Atsilas, or I would say that that soul generates from azilas, is on the level of Amerkava. Amerkava isn't, I understand, so I feel, so I do. Amerkava is, you are all that exists, Hashem. <laughs> you are all that exists to such an extent that I am included in the you are all that exists, the me that I am for the day, for the you that you are. Like, the me that I am in this moment is one <coughs> with the you that is all that exists. <laughs> so what happens? <laughs> my entire existence and all that I have, me and all that I have, is nullified before you. And that doesn't mean that I die. It means that I give all that I have to you. It means that my entire life is in pursuit of this, of revealing Eidamavade. but it's a very different, you know, and then before I even read the next line, I was thinking of Avraham, like oh, just one second, this next line was I de How am I going to give my whole self to you? Through Torah meaning through doing what you tell me to do <laughs> so it's not that I from this level, I die it's from this level I do exactly what you want me to do from this level, I my mission is to rev, is to reveal. My mission isn't even to reveal you. My mission is to do a mitzvah. Meeting. My mission is to do what you tell me to do. And it reminds me of Avraham and, and Akedas Yitzchak. How Akedas Yitzchak was Abraham's hardest test. Why? Because Abraham's whole life was about revealing Hashem in the world, and he knew that once he did Akedas Yitzchak, he wouldn't be able to reveal Hashem anymore because because sacrificing your son was the biggest of of Zara. First of all, it was because literally his offspring would be dead. <laughs> so who would pass on the message? And B, and Hashem had told him that Yitzchak would be the one to pass it on. So literally, who would pass it on? And B, he wouldn't be able to pass it on because sacrificing your child was the biggest of of desire. And so now everybody would look at him and say, oh wow, Hashem is actually not real. That's Avram's biggest fear because his whole life was revealing Hashem. But at that moment of that choice, Avram still said, no, I'm going to sacrifice my son because it's not about the way that I'm serving Hashem. (laughs) Me and all that is mine belongs to God, including my desire to serve him, including my desire to reveal Hashem in this world. So I'll do whatever he says. And it's, it's a wild stage to be at. I don't even think we're necessarily even meant to be there. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> but it's a certain kind of experience of... it's the, This experience is the DNA of Atzilas. It's the experience of saying, not there exists Hashem and so I will serve you. It's the experience of literally God is everything, including every single part of me. Me and all I am is God's, including the things that look broken and the things that look not godly and the things that look like they're going to be contrast to what Hashem looks like you know every part of me every aspect of who I am even the parts that don't look spiritual even the parts that everything there is only God in like literally this is applied to the Avais, they said about Avais, it's called that they're a chariot. behind All their days, this was their service. But one whose soul is not able to do this kind of thing. To constantly be united with Hashem in this way, of this constant unification with God that I'm never... There is no part of me that is ever not fully one with you. And in my mind, I feel that. In my heart, I feel that. In my actions, I do that, you know, like that constant, literally, animal body experience. He can attain this at certain times where there's an ace rat When can I attain this? Literally, I cannot believe Altar said this. I can attain this during Shemayana Esrei. What happens during Shemada Esre? So we know that Shemana, that Tefillah in general is like a ladder going through all the worlds. Shemada Esre is the level of Atsilas. And if you notice something very interesting here, that in Shemada Esre, we don't just say, God, 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 God. In Shemada Esre, we say, Heal sickness and give me Das and help me with this and Shema Kailenu and fill my heart and bless us all we say things that are very practical in about our actual lives and if you just notice for a second when we really if you're tapping into it if you're on a high and you're like Enamavade, Enamavade, but within that Enamavade, you're saying oh so i don't even need physical health i don't even need what i'm waiting for i don't even need this bracha that i feel that i need i don't even you know if you're getting there just notice check in check in because within animal Levade, within really god is all that exists i exist too i am just a reflection of hashem <laughs> you know so the things that i need that are coming from my animal soul yeah sure i don't need that but within the level of animal vade, i'm saying shemona <laughs> esrei i'm asking hashem for physical health why because i want to serve you hashem because my body is one with you this body that you gave me that you're breathing your life inside of right now, this body that only exists because you're creating it to be, that's also part of Enel Vade. So Hashem, give me healing, you know? But from the perspective of Enel Vade, the world doesn't stop existing. The world becomes revealed to be God, which is why, from the perspective of Enel Vade, I can ask Hashem for my needs. Pretty crazy. Ubefrat, what specifically during Shabbat Esray? When we bow during Shmanesrei, every bow represents the level of Atzilus. Because when I bow, I'm literally saying all of me is yours. And literally I notice that when I bow. Like <laughs> it's literally bowing is giving my energy to God. I could stand there saying Shmanesray from today till tomorrow. But that moment of bowing when I'm saying like no. I'm gonna activate my core and like not be lazy and like actually bend my head forwards and my body forwards. I'm saying like Hashem, I'm not only giving you my mind and my heart, I'm giving you my entire self, my whole body, my whole energy. Like there's no greater gift that you can give to somebody than your energy. When you show up for somebody and be like, I am standing here in front of you. I am giving you myself. And that's the level of Atsilas. As I got Ikar Kriyashwashihuba Elam but even then, when we have these moments, the main part of our soul is still on the level of Bria, because that's essentially our DNA. We just are also accessing the state of Atsilas. <laughs> it's only occasionally, at, at certain times, like these times, that when there's a revelation of feminine waters, whatever that means, as is known to the students of Kabbalah, <laughs> um, that we could get to Atsilas. So, this is wild stuff. <laughs> but just, again, noticing that these states of consciousness, these, these worlds aren't out there, you know? This is, this is things that we're able to tap into, to tap into that state of atzillus today, when I'm davening. Noticing that when I'm bowing, I'm literally saying, me and all of my energy, all of my story... All of the parts of me, the good, the bad, the ugly, the things that look like they're Yuhashev, the things that don't look like they're have everything. Eid al Quite literally, it's all you. You are the breath of all of this. Like, all of this is only the breath of you.